0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited Join Marketing to Women expert, Maria Ritan, Senior Principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Ritan.
1: Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Ritan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, some pretty remarkable uh, promotion from Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'm sure you know Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? Home of the Colonel. Well, guess what? They are actually using women's behinds for promotional billboards. That's right. Read an article in USA today that kind of took my breath away. I thought we were way beyond this. But apparently KFC thought it was a great idea to use female college students to promote their new business called Double Down. Double Down. These women are being paid five hundred dollars each to hound out coupons while wearing fitted sweatpants that say double down on their rear ends. Yeah, I know. Pretty remarkable. Well, kind of the reaction from the National Organization of Women. They're saying that it's so obnoxious to once again be using women's bodies to promote products, and uh, she's saying that, you know, that's kind of ironic considering that KFC um, should know that women actually make more than half of the decisions about what to eat for dinner. That's according to Terry O'Neill, president of NOW. Now, KFC is firing back, and their um, their marketing chief is saying that it's actually an effective way to catch the attention of young men. And KFC is promoting Double Down to young men. Um, also go on to say that apparel companies and sororities have promoted this way for years and years. It's not anything new. And, in fact, the chain is planning to expand to other schools. And women will also be picked up via a Facebook promotion. So thought that was interesting, that women's behinds are being a promotional billboard for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Double Down takes on a whole new meaning not necessarily a good one for this person anyway. Well, purse profile today is Coach Queen, but she wouldn't appreciate the double-down approach. There's more than 1.6 million of those women out there. They stay at home even though they've got a college degree. It's a life choice for them. Household income of more than $115,000. Have more than two kids in the home. Uh, live in the suburbs, of course, and lots of interest. Uh, very focused on her home interior design, interested in the arts. She likes to travel. Likes to go to those spas, who doesn't really, but focused on the family, and really focused on the family in kind of a Martha Stewart style of grand tradition. She's environmentally conscious and shops for the best price and hits the clearance rack at any moment that she can. If you're a marketer, how do you connect with the coach queen who has some time to shop and maybe a little bit of money to burn? Well, as you would imagine, friends influence her. The store environment is also really important to her. She walks in and she knows right away whether or not she wants to shop there. If she doesn't, she leaves. And she also looks for magazines to inspire her, magazines like um, O, oh, Martha Stewart Living, Traditional Home, People, Shape, and Parenting. She's online at eBay, Amazon.com, Expedia, iVillage, and Disney. And she's watching HGTV, TLC, Food Network, Fox News, VH1, Disney, and Nickelodeon. Well, my guest for today uh, knows all about war rooms and board, board rooms. Laura Rees is the president of a marketing consultancy by the name of Reese and & Reese, and the co-author of a book called War in the Boardroom. While left brain management and right brain marketing don't see eye-to-eye eye and what to do about it, Laura and her father, Al, have tackled the differences between the approach and thinking style of marketing people and the managers that make marketing decisions. Well, the question is, is there a right way or maybe a left way? Well, we're going to ask Salar about that and much, much more when Perstrings Strings returns in just a moment.
0: Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Perstrings Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds
1: like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that?
0: Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars fancy threads you know be the talk of the town that's why i found my empire with empire media they work around the clock to customize my campaign they have the connections the clout and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move my website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to empire media look up empiremedia.com e m p y r e media.com and find out how fulfilling full service affiliate marketing can be Empire Media, reign over your competition. The Joel Comm Show, Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And
1: we're back. Joining me today is Laura Reese, co-author of War in the Boardroom, While Left Brain Management and Right Brain Marketing Don't See Eye to Eye and What to Do About It. Laura, welcome to the program.
2: Well, thanks so much.
1: So happy to have you. You, you are a busy woman. You have um, co-authored a lot of books, many of them with your father, Al, the other Reese in the recent Reese. That's Tell us right. a little bit about the consultancy that you have.
2: Sure, well, obviously, uh, the other Reese, like you said, is my father, and I was lucky enough to uh, be hired and partnered with him back in 1994 after, uh, you know, briefly working in the advertising world after going to the Northwestern University in Chicago. And, you know, together we have written five books. We travel all over the world. I was in Poland last week giving a speech. We do speeches and consulting assignments with companies in India and South Africa and all over the place. Uh, but always on one thing, and that's branding strategy. Um, you know, we are, you know, one of the experts, I think, in the field of, of brands and 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 names and positions and focus. And that's what we love to do, and that's what we spend all of our time doing. Well, and you and you
1: do it very well, and you're, you're very very gracious to share a lot of that insight in the many many books that that you have been that you have been sending out over the last few years. And, in fact, War in the Boardroom is, I think, the very latest book um, in the line of of business books. Um, I think it hit the shelves, what, last year. Tell us about the reception that it's received over the past year.
2: Well, it's it, it certainly the those that have read it have, you know, greatly enjoyed it. And we even had a, a great story from a guy who said, this this has saved my relationship with my daughter because I have been working with her running this business. And, uh, you know, she is a left-brainer and I am a right-brainer, and we just couldn't see eye-to-eye on anything. And, you know, I was mad at her and she was mad at me, and this really, you know, answered a lot of the questions. And so we would love to hear that because I think it is a struggle. It's certainly a struggle we've seen in countless meetings of, you know, marketing on one side of the table and management on the other, and they, they can never come to a consensus over what to do at the company. And, and, and certainly for marketing decisions, it's really important to listen to marketers. However, you know, the problem being that management feels that, you know, marketing decisions, marketing is just common sense. And so, you know, when they make the decisions based on their re- left-brain, common-sense thinking, it usually goes quite astray. And so, you know, really that's the that's the basis for, you know, writing the book. We always, um, you know, come to these things out of our own experiences and, and, and put them down so that we can hopefully help others and, and share our insights. Yeah, I was curious, actually, if you and Al actually had kind of
1: different brains. If you were maybe a left-brainer, <laughs> and he was a right-brainer, and and through your own personal relationship with your dad, you kind of came to this this knowledge, or if it was perhaps something that others had been telling you, and that's what led you to write the write the book. Well, it
2: was it was it was really more of an us a, a versus them instance of um, you know I think Team Reese in general is is on the right side of right brain side of things. Um, And really what it is, it's not, you know, black and white. It is really a spectrum. Um, You know, the way people are right-handed or or left-handed and or, you know, many other things. So it, it, it's not it, not so much that you're all one or all the other, but you're probably a combination. But in general, you know, certainly Al and I are both uh, right brainers. I think uh, good marketing people need to have uh, a good right brain um, working for them to be able to see the, the big picture, if you will. Of course, uh, you know, a, a person that the right there's two halves of the brain, and they each work differently, and that's what makes them so special. That's what makes human beings so wonderful, and you have the right brain that is very good at, at visuals. Uh, it's intuitive, holistic. When you have that intuitive, you don't know why you're doing something, but you feel it's the right thing to do. That's your right side of the brain telling you that of course the left brain is also incredibly important and we don't really want to you know i want to make sure we don't diminish that at all it's incredibly important for a company a a marriage (laughs) business what have you to probably have someone on the left side uh, because they are very verbal they're very good talkers they're very logical they make logical decisions they're very analytical they're very much able to zero in on the details of things uh, and, of course, that's very important, but it's also important to be able to see the big picture and to understand how things work, work in the in the larger viewpoint. And that's really, you know, in terms of what we do in our consulting, you know, we're not, uh, you know, we work with so many different industries that, you know, we don't get in there and talk about the nitty-gritty numbers, you know, five cents here or there. Uh, we we are able to have a broader view and perspective and take a look at the whole thing and, and from the right the right side of things, if you will.
1: Well, and as you say, we tend to utilize both the left and the right side of our brains. It doesn't mean that if you're a man just left brain. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, certainly I'm
2: holding the phone with the right hand right – I mean, excuse me, the left hand right now. I mean, my left hand is incredibly important. I do lots of great things with my left hand. (laughs) But when it comes to writing, I'm much better with my right hand. And when it comes to marketing, (laughs) you want to pick somebody who's, you know, much better with their right brain uh, because, you know, they can really kind of understand the nuances that make marketing very different than, you know, accounting or HR and many of the other also important functions in a company.
1: Well, and speaking of companies, do you see examples of companies that act as if they're right-brained and then companies that act as if they're left-brained? And if so, can you provide some examples?
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's there's just tons of examples. And and overall, you know, glittering generality, though. You know, most of the big corporate companies... It will almost always are run by left-brainers. I mean, to, to be a CEO, you almost have to be a left-brainer. You, you've got to be logical. You've got to be a uh, very verbal. I mean, a, a good CEO is one that's a great talker and talks to people and out there networking and doing lots of things. And that's very important to rise to the top of these big, you know, Fortune 500 types of companies. And in those boardrooms, it's almost always left brain people. And it might be a coincidence or maybe not that it's the big companies um, that have gotten into the biggest trouble over the years. Uh, you know, the, certainly the the big U.S. auto companies and others, um, the real growth uh, in some of the biggest brands and companies that have been built have been those by entrepreneurs. And, and again, in a good in generality, an entrepreneur tends to be a right-brainer. Uh, you know, they, they, they tend to, to, to be more... Interested in in the big picture, they understand branding, uh, they work on instincts, and you know to, to be a risk taker and be an entrepreneur takes a bit of craziness, obviously. <laughs> um, but you also see that in, in some companies, and, and certainly I think Apple is a wonderful example of a company that really is run by a right brainer, one of the very few at the top of a major company, and that's Steve Jobs, who you know he doesn't rely on research, he says, "Forget it, I do what I want to do." <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, obviously has worked incredibly well for him, for Apple because he's just, he gets it. He gets branding from from the very core. I mean, just the fact that he wears the same outfit and the way he gives his presentations, they're, they're all focused on the visual. Not the words, but the visual is incredibly important. And of course, with Apple, that's clearly so. On the other hand, in, in that industry, you have, I think, HP, which is so clearly to the left. It's, it's incredible. And Mark Her- in general when he was in charge of the company. I mean, he was all about the numbers. I mean, that's all he cared about. Uh, you know, they did very little in terms of uh, the branding aspect. Um, and, you know, they were putting the HP name on everything. Obviously, you know, they had, they you know, bought Compact and you know, put that HP, you know, laser printer name on it, something that, you know, someone in marketing uh, would be unlikely to, to perhaps uh, approve. Certainly we would not approve it. Uh, They had a perfectly good computer name (laughs) and a perfectly good uh, computer printer name. Um, And, you know, putting the HP on everything didn't make sense to us. But those are for, you know, Dell as well. Today has become a very left-brain type of company, although being started by Michael Dell was was more to the right. Uh, But but you see time and time again the problems at, at big companies, I think, would be... Um, mitigated if they took more of an appreciation for you know, the right brain marketers that you know they may or may not have in the meeting. I mean, many times they're not included in, for instance, the board meetings, or um, they're not appreciated at, at, at big meetings. And the chief executive says, "Hey, well, we're just going to do it my way. The, the, whatever you say doesn't make sense." I mean, does it make sense for Toyo- Toyota to launch a, a new car brand w- without using their Toyota name? I mean most companies would say no that's crazy yet you know they launched Lexus uh that you know had no connection to Toyota its own dealerships I mean that was just an insane idea yet it's one of the most successful moves by any company ever I mean that's uh you know did such amazing things for that for that company um, where you see you know to, uh j- Excuse me, Sony getting in so much trouble because uh, they really have no focus. They really own nothing in the mind. They really haven't, you know, while it's such a well-known brand name, uh, they haven't turned that into a profit. I mean, there's, there's, they're making less than 1% a year. And part of what we do talk about, and I think, um, you know, is, is really the reason we wrote the book is not to say, you know, right-brainers are the best and left-brainers are dumb. Uh, th- the point being is that they're both important. And they both need to work together. And, you know, for us being right-brainers, I mean, typically, you know, we would want to convince somebody with a, you know, big PowerPoint and lots of pictures and a big song and dance. That's not going to convince a CEO of nothing. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was very interesting, of course, Al's experience in, in trying it that way for many years and running an agency and consultancy business, uh, um, you know, coming to the realisa- realization that if we really wanted to help companies, if we really wanted to convince CEOs of, of the right decisions to make when it came to their brands, we had to work with them um, and communicate the way they communicate. So we, we don't do a big presentation. We sit down and we talk to them with no PowerPoints and no pictures. We talk to them one-on-one, and we we very much make use of facts and figures to show that, hey, Sony's not making money, yet Nintendo, that's, you know, very brand-oriented and focused, is, is making 15% profit. That's pretty good, isn't it, guys? And showing, you know, the many examples of other industries that, that can illustrate why the principle. Principles that we're talking about work. And of course, that's really the basis for our books and our speeches and our blogs and such to sh- give the examples so that people better understand the basic principles of marketing.
1: Right. Well, and I think what I, I'm also understanding you to say is it's possible for a right brainer to convince a left brainer
2: to think yes. like a
1: right brainer. You just have to use. <laughs> the right tactics and the right Well, absolutely.
2: And and face I think, in the right way. <laughs> yeah, well, and one of the problems is people think they can, you know, switch back and forth. And yeah, I mean that that doesn't that doesn't really happen. <laughs> uh you know, try to write with your left hand. It's going to be awful sloppy. And and the same is true with your brain. You can't just, you know, but turn on a switch and and think like a left brainer or vice versa. Uh, and so it really is important for the two sides to communicate with each other and know each other 's other strengths and weaknesses you know there 's a, a a lot of <laughs> right brainers that aren 't very good on the details and and forget lots of things so you know the, there 's no uh, one perfect way but it 's a combination of working together it 's interesting to note that at many of the top fashion houses for instance they 've really you know Grabbed hold of this because you don't see one CEO. You generally see two. You kind of see a right brain CEO that's in charge of the fashion and design, and you see a left brain CEO that's in charge of the finances. And and that's a very good model. Uh, you know, I wish it it would be more. Um, you know, would work better at, at at some big companies. I think the egos involved. It's usually you know it's sometimes better to have one one person in charge, but in theory, that's a very good direction because you can, you know, have the benefit of both sides understanding, and of course, you know, in fashion, it's incredibly important, um, the, the fashion and the business side, to have a big success.
1: Yeah, and so really, in, in reality, it's really best to have a left brain and a right brain working together for the best output for the company. You don't necessarily just want um, one or the other. It's, it's best to have both at the table.
2: Absolutely, yeah. You you don't want to, well, and, and you see why many you know entrepreneurs when they start a company, you know it's very important initially to, 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 to do the branding work correctly. But over time, I mean, it gets to be at, to such a size that you can't. Many right brain entrepreneurs aren't very good at running the company long term. Uh, and that's why they bring in those left-brainers to help, you know, build the structure and, and everything else and handle the details of running a, a giant company. Uh, you know, you, you see that with, you know, Google and Facebook and Microsoft and everything else. It's that, you know, founder of, of Bill Gates and, and such that, you know, brought the, the branding and the idea and then really you need the management team that kinda comes in after to handle all the details. So it's it's very, very important to to have have both. But to know when you're making a decision and and I think it, it comes into play very much when companies are looking to grow. And uh, in particular, you know, are we going to launch a line extension (laughs) or are we going to launch a new brand? And for big companies, there's great opportunities to launch new brands. Yet so few take advantage of that because they're run by (laughs) left-brainers who who don't understand the principles of marketing. You know, line extension, I mean, logically it makes sense. I, I put my brand on more things. And I'll sell more more products, and and I'll be more well-known. I mean, that makes sense. It just doesn't work. When you put your name on too many things and and try to appeal to too many people, uh, you end up diluting the brand. The brand becomes, you know, it doesn't mean anything. It becomes like a Sony. What's a Sony? I don't know. You know, what's a Chevrolet? I have no idea. It could be anything (laughs) because they put their name on anything, everything. So, you know, while it, it, it seems silly to focus, <laughs> um, that's what works in building a brand, and, and that's why, you know, it, it is so important for, for top management to understand that the sacrifice necessary many times to make the right branding decision.
1: Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about, we already know you're a right brainer, Laura. We're going to find out what I am, and we're also going to tell folks about how they can take a short quiz to find out whether they're left or right brain. More when purse strings returns in just a moment
0: okay time for something we can all relate to shopping purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers hey joel calm here and i want you to hear something that's my ka-ching button and it's the universal sound of success sounds good doesn't it how would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time in my new book ka-ching How to run an online business that pays and pays. I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at KaChingBook.com and I'll give you a KaChing button for free. All the details are there at KaChingBook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. at bruceclay.com Rock the World with LinkedIn Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern 4 p.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the internet marketing channel only on webmasterradio.fm Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman Here's your host, Maria Retan.
1: And welcome back. Laura Reese joins me today. She's the co-author of War in the Boardroom, My Left Brain Management and Right Brain Marketing, Don't See Eye to Eye and What to Do About It. We've been talking quite a bit about left brain and right brain companies and how you need both at the table um, and how to, to really know if you're dealing with a right or left brain primary company. Let's talk about individuals, though, Laura. You've already shared that you're a right brainer. And on your site, Reese.com, dot com. Um, You know, you can take a short 12-question quiz to find out. I did, and I found out that I'm actually a left-brainer, which surprised me a little bit considering I'm I'm in public relations. Right. Uh, But I also had quite a few right-brain tendencies, and you've already talked about how you can utilize both sides of your brain, but one seems to be predominant. I'm just curious, have you noticed whether or not more women tend to favor one side of our brains over another?
2: Well, in general, yeah, you make an interesting point. I do think that women as a whole tend to be more toward the right. Um, you know, we are able to, in many ways, you know, see that, that big picture on things, um, to go more with our with our gut and with our instinct, um, and to be more visually oriented. I think, you know, in general, men uh, in many ways tend to, to, to be more logical and focused on the, the details. Um, where it somewhat breaks down is, and I think perhaps why you're toward more toward the left. I mean, listen to to be on the radio, you have to be a great talker, <laughs> and uh, that that is a very important skill that that is is primarily derived from the, the from the left brain. And in fact, those kind of great talkers, outgoing people, tend to be more left brain, and the kind of you know very quiet, shy, introverted person tends to be you know more right brain now you see you know there's there's people like me listen i can get up in front of thousands of people and make a speech or or go on television i mean that's fine but but you get me you know um you know one-on-one i mean i I tend to be pretty shy (laughs) Uh, i I was a a very shy and (laughs) and quiet child um (laughs) many many very successful bright um you know entrepreneurs and such you know could be that way. But again, it's it's all about this spectrum that, you know, it's you, you'll always see extremes of those that are, you know, just totally right brain versus, you know, almost totally left-brained. Uh, and there's there's everyone in between. Well,
1: um we're going to run out of time, but I want to ask this last question and and your response could be lengthy. So take your time. Uh. Uh, I I want to hear what you have to say about it because A lot of marketers listen to this program, and as you were describing left-brain companies and right-brain companies, you know, I was tooling through my client list thinking, yep, 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 I can can kind of see this. What as marketers do we need to understand about supporting either a right-brain or a left-brain company? How can we best support those? So, well, brained companies, if you will.
2: That's right. Well, I think it's, it's kind of putting a, a frame of reference on the thing to understand that there, in fact, does. Have there are different ways that people think that some people, you know, it's okay. One's not wrong. One's not right. There's a different way of thinking that, you know, we were often frustrated that we knew the CEO was extremely bright and you know went to Harvard and all these other things. But why didn't they understand our, our, you know, why our marketing advice was a was a good idea? And, And the fact was that they were seeing it from. You know, as a left-brainer, and not a right-brainer, and so you know, we had to go down to the the very fundamentals uh, to to explain not just our principles, but in the rationale behind it, and, and why you know, as a, as a right-brain thinker, these many of these things come more naturally than it does to a left-brain thinker, and that it's okay to, to to not to be confused by it. I think you know, many CEOs. You know, they, they don't understand marketing, and, and they get confused, and they, they don't want to even go there, um, but they're, it's okay. Again, the basis being that, that it's okay, that there is this difference, that we can work together, but we do really need to, to better, um, you know, appreciate marketing. Um, you know, marketing is is incredibly important to the success of a company, of a country, for instance. I mean, you know, and and the the failure of our automotive industry was, in many ways, not. It's not that we weren't making better, you know, bad. It wasn't that we were making bad cars. Is that we built poor brands? Uh, the the marketing was terrible. Um, you know, n- nothing stood for anything, you know, and that was a problem. Everything was in the mushy middle. Um, it wasn't that the health care or the fact that it cost too much money, it cost 17 percent more to build something in germany yet they have great brands like audi uh, and mercedes-benz and bmw i mean it's not that it costs more but those are brands those stand for something uh and so successful companies have to you know hire great people and you do great things but they also have to build a great brand um, and, and you can never forget that. And, and sometimes, you know, left-brainers want to think you can just be better, 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 but you have to build a better brand. Uh, it's incredibly important. So, you know, as always, you know, our, our message always comes down to the same thing. It is about branding. Uh, building a brand is about focus. And positioning yourself in, in the mind of the consumer. The battle, the battlefield is on the mind. Or certainly, if it, it's KFC, apparently it's on the behind. Which I listened to your story before, and oh my goodness! I mean, what what a crazy idea! And you know, it, it's so it's so true of what we see today that people are so focused on the tactics. They're focused yeah. on the t- how can we you know be crazy and wild so that we get PR and and Twitter tweets and and all yeah that might get twitters and tweets and all sorts of stuff but does it build a brand? No, I think that's going to tear down
1: the brand. Frankly, I mean. I don't plan on going to KFC anytime soon. <laughs> no, of course
2: not. Well, you know, and, and you know, not only that they're, they're they're not building a brand, but they're insulting people on top of it. You know, and, and they've tried other crazy, I mean, these are stunts. These aren't brand building moves. They, they covered potholes in one city. I mean, yeah, great, they covered potholes, but that didn't do anything for the brand. They have a problem. You know, first of all, they took the fried out of the name. That was a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you are what you are. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, you know, it. changing to a <laughs> initials is not it. I mean, they've got to focus on fried chicken and Colonel Sanders. That is what they are. I grant you that their market does tend to skew towards males, but that doesn't mean, you know, slapping your, your name and paying girls to put it on their butts is the right idea. I mean, first of all, they're, they're responsible for making those butts bigger in the first place.
1: Uh, you know, I don't <laughs> want to
2: go to that one.
1: <laughs> Amen, sister. Let's not go down that route. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but yeah, totally they they need you. to focus on the so, brand,
2: and, and too many people focus on the, on the stunts. And the, the the crazy tactics of today. It's not about social media. It's first about a brand, a brand that people want to talk about it. Whether it's at the water cooler, it's on Facebook or Twitter. You got to give them a powerful idea, and that's first, that's foremost, and that's what we talk about: the strategy of branding.
1: Absolutely, Laura. Thank you so much for joining me today. Great words of wisdom. Build the brand. Don't put and don't put your brand on butts if you want to. That's get right.
2: No butts about women. it, women. <laughs>
1: Well, if you want to know more about Laura, you can also check out her blog called Reese's Pieces. Love that title. Um, You can also go to Reese.com, R-I-E-S.com. You can sign up to receive the Reese report. You can also pick up that book, War in the Boardroom, at any bookstore or on Amazon.com. Thanks so much to my producer, George, for another great show. And join me for another edition right here next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. I'll be speaking with Kevin Burke with Lucid Marketing. We'll be talking about moms and what companies need to do to connect with them in a more impactful way. Kevin has some interesting thoughts on that. So join me right here on Purse Strings next week, 3 o'clock. Until then, make it a great one.